0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: All right, all right, all right. Happy Wednesday. You already know what time it is. We're back. It is SEC after dark. It is the week zero edition. So we have, zero. We have one more sleep zero. until college football is upon us. It is a that's it a, is a special like time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> It is a special, special time here on SEC After Dark. We are presented by Dead Soxie. Joining me, I'm Corey Burton. Joining me is Stephen Willis, Jeb Beecham, and Jake Thomas. And I would be remiss if I didn't give a nice, wholehearted welcome back to the Voice of God. It's Becky Willis. Becky, Thank say you. hello. Thank you. Welcome back the Picks Champion. Has graced us with her presence. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so the voice of God is here. So we, we we do enjoy that. She's going to be moderating the chat and she's going to be kicking all of our butts
0: in picks. So, Thank you very much. Be- Becky 316 just whooped our ass.
2: Okay. <laughs> there goes our clean rating. There goes our all clean rating. Right. <laughs> so,
3: Co Ho- champion with Jake. I gotta, you got to keep Jake in it
1: now. There, um. you, go. there you go. So, Thank as you, you notice, Week zero is here. We're gonna finish up our team previews. Week zero. If you notice that thir- what Jake, what does that third thing say on the on the rundown?
2: Uh don't forget to subscribe. Picks. Hmm. Picks. Okay. <laughs> Week zero <laughs> picks. Right. Oh I was
1: tra- I set you
0: up, Jake. We're, yeah, that's might- not that's not good for the Alabama <laughs> Public School system yeah. there.
1: We we
2: might <laughs> One, have to uh, two. hey. I went to a I went to a two-year <laughs> college for five years and never passed, so unbelievable unbelievable no, uh, because nice, i'm an idiot
1: steve let's run the show back <laughs> let's
0: start from the top <laughs> hey um yeah we do have the dead soxy stuff but i do want to be to let you know that we are bringing on a new sponsor to the show that is right. Stuart's cajun dill pickles will be mm-hmm. our official presenter of our pick segment And we'll have a reader next week and everything will be good. But they're getting some products and we're going to put them up back there and all of that stuff. But it's Stewart's Cajun dill pickles. And who doesn't like a dill pickle? Me. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) I hate pickles. I've never
4: been a fan of them, but you throw some Cajun spices on. I might try that. That, If they
1: send me some, I will try them. And I'll there try them on air because I hate pickles and it'll be funny. So, um, oh but gosh. like I said, we are presented by Dead Soxy, <laughs> Old Miss fans. Our friends at Dead Soxy have a unique way for you to back your favorite team by subscribing to the Old Miss NIL Socks subscription. You'll get the latest, freshest socks, and also directly support Old Miss Athletics. You're not just a subscriber, but <laughs> you are a member. As a member, you get perks like top priority access to new Ole Miss socks, a standing 25% discount, as uh, Steve is showing off right there, and free shipping. Plus, you score a free pair of limited edition Juice Kiffin socks when you sign up. There are no membership fees. Those are lane train. No membership fees, no fuss. You can pause, skip, or cancel at any time. Just add a pair of NIL socks to your cart, set your delivery frequency, and you're all set. So head to deadsoxy.com. Now, join the N- old Miss NIL subscription. That's deadsoxy.com. And remember, friends, stay soxy. But I would also be remiss if I didn't say we were also presented by betonline.ag the number one place for all of your sports betting needs. They are also giving us our lines for for these picks, and uh, they have everything that you could possibly want, including week zero of college football. They have Heisman futures, conference champion futures, college football playoff futures, NFL futures, which is, I think, 14 days away. Um, They have MLB going on right now, NBA and NHL. When those seasons get fired up, anything that they have, any sport that you play, they have. They also have an online casino as well. So if you like to play blackjack, slots, uh, I think they have poker. I think they have craps. I think they have all, most all casino games. So if you like to play casino games, Bet Online has that as well. So head to BetOnline.ag on any device that you can get your hands on. Put in believe that's B L E A V for that promo code to get fifty percent off on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag is where the game starts so uh I went away
2: yeah, yeah. somehow
1: yeah. um now I'm the voice of God
2: <laughs> what what is going on here yes yeah. sir not real sure yeah
0: we okay. have uh we have it reached got, it got a little bit weird just give me just a second
1: <laughs> it got weird so i'm t- I'm talking through the gator so week zero uh, is here we got a lot of great matchups but uh as Steve is getting through his uh technical issues Jake why don't you tell us what Alabama's situation is going to look like? Nick Saban had a brief update on the quarterback situation. How's that going to shape up? And then tell us how the rest of the team is looking.
2: Uh, so, uh, Bama this year, you know, the biggest uh, thing coming into the season is uh, the quarterback situation. Not really uh, – Saban is not really named the starter, but pretty confident Jethro Miro is going to be the one charting out with the first team uh, against Middle Tennessee State. Uh, I assume that all three quarterbacks, Ty Simpson, Jalen, and of course, um, uh, Tyler Butner, probably see some action. Uh, as for the Texas game, you know, it remains to be seen. Um, you know, if he, um, you know, if Jalen Miller takes over and, and grabs a hold of this team and, and be's a the leader, then I think he could, he's the quarterback for uh, the future of this season. Um, the rest of the team. We're really going to rely on the running backs this year because, um, and and kind of like uh, the old old style, saving and and uh, Tommy Reese, they really love to run the ball, and they love uh, Tommy Reese loves two tight end sets. So yeah. you're going to have a lot of lot of holes potentially in the offensive line to to run through. Offensive line is going to be really really good, a uh, lot of experience there. Um, one issue on the offense is wide receivers uh some reports coming out of the camp they're still dropping balls which is not great uh hopefully they get all that out of their system before the season starts defensively um you know we're turning a lot of guys uh lost a couple guys in the secondary but kool-aid mckinstry is probably going to be one of the best corners in the nation he's probably going to be a top five top ten pick this coming this coming year in the nfl uh opposite of him you may have Terry on arnold Or you have uh, Amos, who come in uh, from Louisiana Lafayette this past season, uh, dispel him uh, at at the other corner position. Uh, Inside linebackers uh, and linebackers, you know, Dallas Turner's still there. Devontae Lawson come on really strong last year at inside linebacker. Uh, Trez Marshall, Corey, you know a lot about him. He's had a good fall camp. Uh, I
1: I hated to lose him. He's such a good good piece at the inside backer spot.
2: Yeah, so he may be starting – you know, I feel like the outside of the uh, loss, and it may be a, a you know, kind of a situational type for, for who's going to be in. Um, you got uh, Jalil Campbell, who's really good, who can get after quarterbacks. Uh, Trez Marshall, he's had a couple of picks, uh, and fall camp, so he's really what do you have? A couple picks, so.
4: Picks.
2: Picks. Picks. Uh, just uh, Justin Jefferson, he showed out in A-Day. He can get out to the ball as well. He's a really quick, shifty guy, inside linebacker. And, of course, Dallas Turner, we all know what he can do. Uh, so, you know, secondary-wise, uh, I already talked about Kool-Aid. Uh, we got a true freshman and Caleb Downs who's going to be starting, which is phenomenal. That, that kid is absolutely insane. He's really, really good. Um, and then uh, Jalen Key, who came from UAB, And Malachi Moore probably be the other star position, uh, safety position there, uh, probably splitting reps there. So, uh, overall, the team, I feel like it's going to have a, you know, if everything comes together, I feel like they can have a great season. Uh, All depends on who the QB is and if the team can rally behind him and he can make the plays when needed. Because eventually, if they're running the ball a lot, you're going to bring eight to ten guys up or eight guys at least into the box. Just off the run and the quarterback's gonna have to make a play. So we'll see how that plays out uh as the season progresses.
0: Hey Corey, right. um I yeah. just got a text message from Justin Bailey, who is the uh-huh. um Stewart's Cajun Dill pickles proprietor. Yes. Yeah. And his message was Corey Burton doesn't have real taste buds if he doesn't like pickles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad he's listening. Um yeah, I just listen, I'll I'll tell you this. I, I, I challenge you okay i challenge you to send me some some pickles if you can convert me then uh then you'll be the hero of the pickle business um i've never liked pickles um it's just something that i just don't have a taste for
0: um but i will i'm willing to try these so you've never had a cheeseburger in paradise
1: no i've never had a cheeseburger in paradise
2: you never had a cheeseburger with pickles on it
4: no Wow. Well, I have, but I didn't like it. I'm with you. I, I take pickles off. Yeah, I think on a good <laughs> good, like spicy chicken sandwich, pickles are good, but other than that. Yeah. yeah. They are. I mean, I mean, even well,
1: this is a good hack at Chick-fil-A anyway. Even if you like pickles, you order the sandwich with no pickles because you're gonna get it, you're guaranteed to get a fresh sandwich. But um you get the pickles on the side and just put them back on there if, if you want to go that route. But I just I don't know. See, I like cute here's the weird part. This is where it gets weird. I like cucumbers, but I don't like pickles.
2: They're made from pickles.
1: I know that. But it's different.
2: Yeah, it's
1: different. Well, it's, it's like the it's, vinegar. Jake, your
0: public school education in Alabama is just working overtime tonight.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's,
0: if
4: it makes you feel better, core, I'm more consistent. I don't like cucumbers or pickles. So.
2: I don't like cucumbers, oh, oh. but I love pickles. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I,
0: I, like I, I eat, I pickles, I I agree out, I eat pickles out of the jar. I,
2: yes so, a I, love a, I love
1: i um, love a good cu- like yeah. a sliced up cucumber
0: on a salad Oof, not...
2: and 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 jalapenos i can eat all day out of a jar too so oh yeah saying, jalapenos it,
0: it's yes. not it's not the same thing as like obviously what they do with the cajun deal pickles that Stewart's does but like the sweet relish on a hot dog
2: mm-hmm.
0: all day hmm yeah.
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, you see, because of the pickle the thing, relish, like I, I've legs, never but.
1: tried the su- sweet relish. I, mm. I'm willing to try the sweet relish now. I, I'm kind of curious as to what that tastes like. Um, I've been kind of like I, I've already decided I haven't. I don't like relish, but I've never had relish. So I, I really don't, truly don't know. But Stuart, if you if you made a uh, if you made a Cajun bell pepper, now you're oh. speaking my language. Th-
0: they do have a lot of um, with the pickled. Seasoning, mm-hmm. yeah, for um vegetables like green beans and things like now, that. Okay,
1: okay, now you're speaking my language. Yeah, I yep. love, yeah. I love seasoning mm-hmm. up green beans. I love, like, I could, I could cut up a, a bell pepper and just eat it. Eat it,
2: right? Yeah,
1: like I don't even need any dipping sauce
0: or dip. Yeah, we, or we dip. We could we kind of went off the rails a little bit here early, but um, <laughs> yeah. talking about pickles. Yeah, but, talking about pickles nah. and vegetables. Yeah, so yeah. so
1: Stuart, send me a pickle. I will try it right here on the air. I'll give you my live reaction, um, but uh, I, I appreciate you coming on board to sponsor our picks. I really do appreciate that. Um, nonetheless, even though I'm not a pickle guy, somebody out there is. So uh, me and Jake, a lot yeah. of a lot of people out there are pickle <laughs> are pickle people. So uh, we will appeal to them, and uh, I will I will certainly. I certainly have your backs, Stuart. I'm sure you are you're you're loving every second of this. So, um, <laughs> let's uh, but let's just, get on with just, it.
0: Just know, Corey, that Justin's listening. So we need to quit saying you're not a pickle guy. You're you're now a pickle guy. I'm yeah. a pickle guy. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Joe. Yeah. Of course, I love a y'all. Y'all are all pickle guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm a pickle guy. Yeah.
1: I, I could be converted. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, Jake, thanks for uh delivering the Alabama preview there. Um, I you know, I, I just you just worry about the quarterback situation. Are you are you at all worried about that?
2: Not really.
4: Really? You like Jalen? Man,
1: I mean, I, I love Jalen Milro and I hope I, I hope he's the one that wins the battle, to be honest with you.
2: I just think yeah. the way that I just think the way the team's set up this year, as long as a quarterback makes the place he's needed to make, the team's gonna be all right because they're gonna rely heavily on that running. Russian attack. I mean, they got five. They're five deep at running back.
4: Well, that's true. Yeah. you will just I have mean, to figure look- it out fast because you got Texas in the second game. You know.
2: Yeah. Well, I would say about Texas on our show last night, we did a live show. I did some bowl predictions, and my bowl prediction for the Texas game. I don't think I don't think Alabama gives up more than twenty to Texas, and they win.
0: All right,
1: defense and running game. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I I certainly don't hate that, but you definitely Jay, want to take Jay. the under.
0: Jake is going straight 2010 right now. He's yeah. 2011 Bama. He's feeling himself. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> for, for, yeah, uh, he's just uh, like Ruben Foster's gonna walk power through that door and it is on. You hey,
2: got please.
1: Stone Reed, got, power Reed, jet Reed with Jalen. Miller. Dante Hightower.
2: Uh, yeah, we got rid. Of, we got rid of our issues with Bill with Bill Bryan, So uh, I'm I'm ecstatic.
1: He's on. He's yeah. on cloud nine, man. So absolutely. All right, Steve. I'm I'm gonna let you do old Miss here in just a second, but I'm going to I'm gonna practice. Word of the day is brevity. I'm going to practice my brevity here, and I'm going to talk about LSU and, and the Bayou Bengals. Uh, current reigning family. family
2: family.
1: So we're going to talk about the reigning SEC West champions, uh, Brian Kelly coming into his second year. Uh, he was ten and four uh, overall
2: 10-4. a year
1: ago. He's entering his twentieth year overall. Uh, he is one hundred seventy nine and seventy six throughout his entire head coaching career. Um, but LSU coming back, they are, they're they're building something down there, right? Uh, they've got Jaden Daniels coming back. They've got a lot of pieces coming back as well. Uh, they got to fix a little bit of special teams issues they had a year ago that had them drop the opener to Florida State. Um, and then uh, they just, you know, again, they just got to continue to gel. Offensively, uh, man, it's, gonna be, it's going to be – it's going to be – little bit better because you have a lot of the nucleus coming back so um the running game definitely has to improve but jaden daniels has bulked up a little bit Um, he's coming back he had over 2900 yards last year so he looks to be with 17 touchdowns just three interceptions so he's looking to build upon a successful 2022 season the running backs it's going to be up to them man josh williams and noah kane they're solid they average 5.4 yards a carry but they're going to have to step that up, right? They're going to have to be more consistent and come up bigger and bigger moments. Uh, Logan Diggs is somebody that transferred in from uh, Notre Dame. He's going to be uh he's going to be added to the mix to give them hopefully a uh, three-headed monster. So, Kayshawn Booty, he gone. So Malik Neighbors, um he's going to have to step up too. He had 72 catches for 1017, but if they want to take that next step, he's going to have to push that to 12, 13, 14 maybe even 1,500 yards, and he's going to have to find the end zone a lot more if LSU is going to have the season that they want to have. Mason Taylor, tight end. Uh, he'll be a, he coming off a really good true freshman season with 38 catches, had three touchdowns himself. Uh, so this offense is going to be rocking and rolling. they got plenty of weapons. We'll see what they have up front. Um, I, I think they should be pretty solid up front as well. They always are for some reason. Uh, they can – there's a lot of big offensive linemen down there in State of Louisiana, so they always yeah. they always do well up front. Defensively, for the Tigers, go Tigers! Uh, the defense uh, they they can't they can't they didn't get in the backfield enough. Right, uh, their run defense was spotty at best. They allowed 31 points or more in five of its last seven games of the SEC season. That's not good. Um, but they have 6'6", 310 hundred ten pound Mason Smith. Um, who was suspended the first game? Suspended yeah. the first game, so mm-hmm. that's not good. Um, but <laughs> if, they, but over the long haul, if he's if they're going to be successful, they're going to have to be successful up front with Mason Smith. Um, he missed most of last season <laughs> for his ACL. He's suspended anyway. Um, BJ Ojolari and Ali Gay are. I think they done. gone, right? They gone. So, they're going to have to figure out what happens with that. Savion Jones is one of the new top pass rushers. Um, he's going to have to have a big year. OV Oghofu transfer in from Texas. Braden Swinson from Oregon and Paris Shand from Arizona will all be rotational guys to fill in the spots that Ojalari and Gay uh, left uh, when they left for the NFL. So, uh, the defense has a lot cut out for it. Um, the linebacking core, inside linebacking uh, core, that's going to be. Their best unit on the defensive side of the ball. Perkins, um, he can work inside out. He plays sideline to sideline. He's as special as they come. Omar Spates will get into whatever Perkins does not um, So their 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 linebackers are going to be working. Uh, Secondary is going to be great. They're they're always pretty good. Uh, Zai Alexander is looking to have a big season. He transfers in from Southeast Louisiana. So if you haven't caught if you haven't caught the drift yet. Uh, LSU has a lot of transfers. So we're going to see kind of how that works out as far as continuity goes, as far as guys coming in and gelling as a unit. That's usually your biggest problem when you have a lot of transfers is they don't necessarily know how to play with each other and practice is one thing games are another. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with all of these transfers. However, here's what needs to happen. They need to run the ball. Well, okay. Whether it's through the quarterback, whether it's uh, Noah Kane, Williams, whoever, they need to run the ball. They need to be more consistent running the ball. That's how you win in this league. Defensively, they're going to have to get to the backfield. They're going to have to put pressure on opposing quarterbacks. They didn't do that enough. They didn't do that enough against Georgia. Georgia cut them up. They didn't do that enough against some of their other opponents. They cut them up. They had a barn burner with Alabama. Um, they had a they had a nice little uh, welcome to welcome to the SEC with uh, – with Ole Miss, where they kind of burst onto the scene, really like LSU was kind of okay, and then they beat the crap—they beat Alabama and they beat the crap out of uh, well they pulled away from Ole Miss. Really, uh, it was a tight game for a little while, but um, second
0: half was terrible.
1: Second half was terrible for 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 Ole Miss. Uh, Steve, you'll talk about that here in a second. Their key game, obviously, at Alabama, November fourth. That'll be one to watch here. Um, their their best player is obviously Mason Smith and Harold Perkins. Those are the two best, followed by Jason Daniels. Jason Daniels, Jaden Daniels, the words are tough tonight. Sometimes I get, sometimes I get trying to talk too fast. Like I think brevity just means, Hey, say a lot and talk faster.
2: Words sometimes are tough you, sometimes you I me. don't talk good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes, sometimes I don't talk good. And I need to go to the center for kids who don't read good. <laughs> so uh, LSU fun facts. They, uh, they allowed 45 sacks and they only made 29 for, uh, so punt return average, they allowed ten point nine yards per return, and they only gained three point three yards per return. So special teams were truly special. Uh, fumbles, uh, opponents, they were able to uh, they were able to force twenty four fumbles with uh, only l- losing eleven, and LSU had sixteen fumbles losing twelve. Over under on the win total is nine and a half. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, my bold prediction this is going to be bold, Jake, but I think they have a chance to repeat as West champions. You suck. (laughs) I think they have a chance here. So, um, maybe, maybe, uh, Alabama can prove me wrong. Hopefully for you, for your sake, Jake, but I, I just, I, I think they have a lot that's lined up. I mean, for a lot of reasons that they did it. Uh, last year, but it's going to come down to November fourth. If they can win November fourth, they got it.
0: They have a you know What I
4: find interesting about that game, both Alabama and LSU have the week before that off. They are going to be rested. It's going to be a good game. That, they, a really they've good done game. that
0: for about a decade, honestly. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. and it's that's always been a good it. game. It's always been yeah. a good game yeah. for the most part. I mean, that's going to be fun. So that's the that's the reason Ole Miss and you can't have Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, game can't okay. be scheduled on the Halloween. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they have to have it okay. off.
4: Okay,
1: well, there you go. So Steve, There's Ole Miss is right.
0: not set up bad either. Uh. So Corey's word was brevity. I, I guess my word is extreme brevity. Um,
1: extreme? Well, no, because this is Ole Miss, man. Take your time. Yeah.
0: So um, we got win. Which team in the country has the most players on the watch list for the Senior Bowl?
2: Ole Miss, Georgia,
0: Ole Miss, Ole Miss is the only one that has Vanderbilt 50 players. Oh. <laughs> huh. Twenty players on the watch list for the Senior Bowl. Twelve really, I on think defense. Tennessee has
4: twenty seniors in our secondary.
0: Oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, Tennessee has <laughs> not 19, on watch By list. the way, Tennessee is second. By the way, oh, I didn't know that. Um, but twelve is on defense for Ole Miss, and eight is on offense. Of course, that doesn't include Quinshawn or any. of There's a shot freshman or Jackson Dart or any of those. So that gives Man. you an idea of the talent that Ole Miss actually has on their roster currently. Now, I have them predict- predicted to go 9-3 and three this year. Um, if you look at the ESPN-FPI, game by game, Ole Miss is over a 60% favorite in nine out of 12 games. The three that they're not, Georgia, LSU, Alabama. And they're not, uh, in those games, below or um, above a 40% chance, probability of winning that. So there's not even a toss-up really on Ole Miss's schedule. You have Jackson Dart, who everybody assumes is going to be the quarterback at Ole Miss. You have a situation with Spencer Sanders. I think Spencer Sanders was brought in that if Jackson Dart didn't improve from last year and in the spring did kind of the same thing, Spencer Sanders was there as kind of an insurance policy. Um, That didn't happen. Jackson Dart really cranked it up. He did the things that he was supposed to do, and he's kind of run away with this job, in my opinion. Of course, Quinchon Judkins, he's the best running back in the country. I don't want to hear anything from Arkansas fans about that. He just is. <laughs> um, and wide receivers where it kind of gets a little bit interesting. You have Trey Harris, who has a chance to be just a monster. He has a chance to be that typical Ole Miss Laquan Treadwell type wide receiver on the outside. Uh, it, it, he's just a monster. You have Zachary Franklin, who at UTSA, basically rewrote the record book. You have Aiden Williams, who is a true freshman. He legitimately might start. And people talk all the time about how I haven't seen freshmen like this before. There's two freshmen that Ole Miss have, and we'll talk about the other one in just a second. This absolutely special. They return everybody on the offensive line. They have two top 10 pro prospects playing tight end. Defensive line, they go three deep. Like, this is ridiculous. Omis Miss legitimately has more talent than than they have had in my lifetime. And you get to the linebacker position, they get small. And and Jake probably understands this. Um, Pete Golding prefers undersized linebackers that can run. Um, but one of those is Suntarian Perkins. He's a true freshman, Army All-American. He, I don't care about stats or whatever, but when I saw them play real football in that game, he was the best player on the field. Um, Pete Golden said he was the best linebacker in the country. We'll be able to see how much playing time he has. Now, the question marks that I have for this Ole Miss team is back in the secondary, the safety position Um, in general. If there's going to be a problem, it's probably going to be that safety position, and the other one is their punting game. Now, I realize that they don't punt very much, but there's a situation if you you punt the ball for 32 yards a kick – and you're not getting it up at 45, 46, that's hidden yardage. And that's basically a first down that you are granting to the opposing team. So Ole Miss has to punt the ball when they punt it well. Now, overall, I think this Just offense for has it. a chance. <laughs> yeah, and overall, I think, this, I think this offense has a chance to be what Tennessee was last year. I think this defense has a chance to be top 30 to top 50. And if that happens, Ole Miss is going to win nine or 10 ball games. And if I say 10 ball games, you know what that means. That means they either beat Georgia, Alabama, or LSU. And I don't know which one it'll be. Right now, my money is probably on that LSU game, but Alabama, that game has a chance to get pretty squirrely as well.
1: Yeah, I think both of those games. I, I just think there's so much uncertainty with yeah. with LSU uh, in, in some spots. Like, if you, can, if you can stop the run against LSU, you'll be successful.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, it's a good thing y'all have depth, though. Y'all have got a couple of rough runs here of games. Yeah. At Alabama, then LSU and Arkansas come to town It's going to be fun. Yeah. Then you got Texas AM and m and Georgia right there with Auburn Right not long before it's it. It's
1: Georgia's first tough game.
4: <laughs> no,
1: it, yeah, uh, please, please,
0: please don't put Auburn in that category. Yeah, please. I'm just talking about and, in that whole stretch, you know, okay.
4: mixed in there. I, I mean, but I was you know
1: Vanderbilt what? We also
0: have Vanderbilt.
4: Yeah, well, that's true. Auburn, Vanderbilt, a and Georgia. There you go.
1: You also know what kind of voodoo magic that Hugh Freeze and Auburn and that whole yeah. thing. Uh, Auburn
0: plays Ole Miss. Up. Oh, I think um, Auburn plays um, Georgia, Texas A&M, and then LSU, and then they get Ole Miss.
1: So hopefully, for your sake, we can go ahead and break them for you from the jump.
0: Yeah. Michael Specks is in the chat. He's he's ready for picks. Yep. He knows they're coming. Hell
2: yeah. Uh I know. Cassidy said, How do you have a long sleeve shirt on, Stephen?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm in Florida too. So yeah, exactly. I've got really good
2: air conditioning. That's how I do, Cassidy. <laughs> Lucky we don't. It was 80 degrees in my house today when I got home.
1: See, Oof. Cassidy, I'll give you a little secret from the coaching world here. Um, when you when you're outside and you're and your coach wear like a white uh dry fit long, long sleeve shirt so that you really cook up the sweat so that anytime there's a slight breeze, it cools you right off.
0: Yeah. And also if you're outside, especially down here in Florida where it's hot as, I mean, the whole South would be the thing. They have those roofers, long sleeve hoodies that is made of like basically paper thin material. That's really good against the sun and that'll save you on sunblock. Mm -hmm. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Yeah. I I love those, like those thin long sleeve hoodies. Mm -hmm. Those are nice too. Ah, the, the Becky Cassidy no. connection is back. The, <laughs> the voice true, of God is... The two
2: producers. <laughs> yeah,
1: they are pro-producers. All right, so um, that's our team previews. That wraps it up. You can uh, I have started uploading the individual team previews on the audio side. So if you want the broken out team previews, make sure you visit our podcast channels. Uh, that is a special just to the audio side so if you want to if you want to listen to those previews uh catch them right there i'm going to upload uh i'm going to back backlog uh georgia kentucky tennessee and uh south carolina i've I've actually already done south carolina Um, i'm gonna do from two weeks ago i'm gonna do do what we uh previewed so it'd be auburn georgia tennessee and kentucky um, I'm gonna upload those and then I'll upload the ones from tonight as well. So uh that's just an exclusive on the audio side of of our
0: show. Yeah.
4: Steve, I kind of wish you had mentioned the whole senior bowl watch list. That's kind of depressing seeing how many people we're gonna lose after this year. Yeah. If you look at positions. you look
0: at Ole Miss's list, it's all transfers. Redo. Well,
4: several of these are transfers, but they're still yeah. gonna be starters for us this year. Yeah. Have you, you guys know, seen new the- ones again? Have
1: you guys seen the clip, speaking of like losing seniors, have you guys seen the clip of Matt Rule at Nebraska? It's floating around yeah. on social media. Yeah. Everyone's like gushing over. Everybody's like, oh, this is so awesome, like Matt Rule, yeah. So what he did was like he had, he had his offense lined up on one side, he has defense lined up on the other, and he's talking to him about the importance of scout team, and he's like, listen, it's important for scout team. He goes, you know what? First offense, get out there. Give me eleven personnel. First offense, get out there. He goes. If you're a senior, walk out, walk off. And he made the point that, like, he was making the point that, like, those guys are going to have to be replaced at some point. And if you're dicking around on the stout team, you're not going to get any better, and you're not going to be in that spot. Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty good, to be honest. Yeah,
4: with you. Uh, that makes sense. It was actually pretty good. Got to keep did that. motivated, hungry.
1: And Then uh, have you seen? Have y'all seen the new uh, Swamp Kings? Y'all watched that? No. Uh, no, I haven't watched it either. But from what I've heard, it
2: is a doozy. Then why'd you bring it up? He didn't watch yeah. it either. I didn't know. If, I didn't I, know if you guys I, 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 it. I,
0: I only would watch that to see Tebow cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: or to see how bad uh, of a scumbag Urban Meyer is.
4: Yeah,
0: uh, really.
2: You had Urban Meyer, Aaron Hernandez, and Tim Tebow. What some weird dynamics on that? Thing. Literally,
0: <laughs> literally, Urban Meyer had the angel and the devil on his shoulders. <laughs> right. That's the closest to that as possible. Urban yeah. was
2: the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Then what was Aaron Hernandez? I don't know.
1: Something uh, whatever's beyond whatever's beyond that. Even the devil's like, geez, I'm not messing with that guy.
0: <laughs> so, hmm. <laughs> Well, um, anyway, uh, have y'all you all seen the Manziel really... one? No, we, we we haven't watched any of them. Corey. Okay, I'm just asking. Steve. Have watched what? I'm just asking. Johnny Football. Basically, no. everybody's making fun of those documentaries because there's no new information in them, right? Those untold thing mm. has actually been all told.
4: Well, as a lot <laughs> of that I didn't know those, so <laughs> yeah, it's
0: completely told. Do
4: your
0: research, yeah. Jim. So um, we need to get to mm, yeah. oh. Picks. Oh, Picks, yes. Picks.
1: Let's get to what Michael Specks from, has been waiting the, for.
0: Yeah, from the picks. Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles presenting Week Zero Picks.
1: Presented by Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. Did I get that title mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I, I think gonna so. I'm they're, probably going to screw that up a couple times. It, do not say uh, what I'm Justin's thinking. Justin's
0: going to get us the stuff, and we're going to um, proudly display them during picks because picks is, you know, I might be jealous, uh, I might be, I don't know, biased about it, but I think it is our best segment.
1: I oh, agree. it is definitely our best segment. Mm-hmm.
2: It's fun mm-hmm. too.
1: Some is is a lot of fun. So let's th-
0: We got all the sponsors now. By the way. We're, we're, get,
1: we're getting there. We got three so far. We're, we're getting mm-hmm. there. We're, we're moving on up, like the Jeffersons. All right. So, shall, shall we get into picks. our picks? All right. So here's how. Here's in case you are new to us. Here's how the picks work. We start. Uh, we go in order, and we shift the order every week. So, Steve, you'll go first, followed by me, Jeb, Jake, and Becky. And then next week, I'll go first. Let, let's flip that and let back. Becky
0: go first this week.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, we'll go reverse order then. So, Mm -hmm. Becky, Jake, Jeb, myself, and then Steve, you'll go last. Does that sound good to everybody? Yes, and feel free to play along in the chat. Yes, play along in the chat. Uh, You can test yourself against us, which if you tested yourself against me at the tail end of last season, probably wasn't difficult to beat me because I I came limping in. So, However, we kick this thing off, Becky, in Dublin, Ireland. You have Navy versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame is 20 and a half point favorites across the pond. Becky.
3: What's up guys. It's nice to be back. Finally. Hello, Becky. Yeah.
4: Yay.
3: I feel like it's a little bit of cheating making me go first. Cause y'all are just going to copy my picks since we all know, uh, they're going to be correct.
0: And so, the Alabama of picks.
1: You know, why, why, why would I not copy them? <laughs>
3: Well, anybody that's foolish enough to pick the Pumpkin Spice Brigade over the midshipmen are crazy pants. We're going Navy brigade? all day, every day.
1: <laughs> pumpkin Spice Brigade? That's so good. Okay, how do okay, we get there?
3: Tell me you don't look at Notre Dame and just think... Everybody on that campus is lined up for the next pumpkin spice whatever they're putting out this fall. You
1: just, you you just have one hundred percent Notre Dame. You just been watching Rudy too much and seeing those scenes where he's walking through campus in the fall. So I guess Rudy. you got that on my.
2: It's the pumpkin spice. <laughs>
1: and that's so good. God, I love it. So you're picking Navy.
3: Navy all day, every day. <laughs> right. Navy
1: plus twenty and a half. Jake.
2: <laughs> I'm actually going navy as well. I don't know much about Navy. I just know that their offense is always tricky to They got a new uh, offense corner. Yeah. To, well, they're always tricky to 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 stop. They still do the triple option crap and, yeah. and all that. So and they will run a lot of time off the clock with the, with the time clock, the game clock moving. Uh so they may run eight, nine minutes off if they if they keep moving the ball. So I don't see how Notre Dame gets that 20 and a half so I'm picking Navy yep. yeah
4: actually I'm I'm gonna agree I'm, I'm sticking with Navy too just because of the same deal I just think Navy is one of those teams that's Notre Dame's not used to dealing with and I mm-hmm. I've, I know with Tennessee you guys had that same problem with with teams like that and when we're just not used to that triple option it makes it hard to actually mm-hmm. contain it Navy I think Notre Dame will win probably by at least 14 points but right I just feel like maybe could cover that spread just enough. It'll be like 14 to 17 point spread just enough just to break some people's
1: nah, arms. Hey,
2: I, 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 so.
1: <laughs> I would so love the pumpkin spice brigade to, to, to just go right down uh, like they did against Marshall last year, but I just don't think that happens. I don't know how, I don't know if you guys know how bad Navy is right now. Navy is Navy. I think finished dead last in the American a year ago. They don't return much, they got a new offensive coordinator, which it's the same system, but like when you new look head at coach, the, right? Yeah, new head coach as well. Um, mm-hmm. so when when but when you look in that system and the variations, it might as well be a brand new offense. Um, so they're learning a new way of doing things. Uh, this will be the first time they haven't had Ken Niamatololo in probably one and a half or two decades. So I'm picking Notre Dame. Notre Dame's gonna get up on them quick, they're gonna stay up on them. And there's not a whole lot Navy's going to be able to do about it. I,
2: Steve, hope, some, I hope some Navy sailors don't come to your house or not, Corey.
0: <laughs> yeah. and not go. And I agree Patriotic. with Corey there. They,
1: they will probably um, say, I agree. Even though we're badasses, our football team is just not there yet.
0: <laughs> I, I, I do think it's hilarious that the fighting Irish is going to Ireland to where that is probably a racist statement. <laughs> um, To do that, it's like, yeah. extremely derogatory. <laughs> that's and, a bad honor. There, man, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. I, I do think Notre Dame is going to win by greet all each three other. touchdowns. I think Sam Hartman at quarterback is going to be a little bit too much for that's, the yeah, Navy midshipmen. Yeah, that's just I don't know. Navy might be 10 and. For the Navy, that's just a normal Tuesday, man. Right, Exactly.
4: Travel all over the world. They they
1: don't they they swam, they swam to the game. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. all right, Becky. The Miners of the University of Texas El Paso are, are one and a half point favorites at Jacksonville State, and I believe Jacksonville State's making their FBS debut. Becky.
3: All right, so UTEP is predicted to win by one and a half. Is that the?
1: That is right. They are the favorite by. Said? A, yeah, so it's pretty much a pick 'em.
3: Well, fun fact, I learned today that Jacksonville State is not in Florida. So oh. <laughs> apparently they're, an yep. they're in Alabama school. Um, they're in yeah. Alabama. They're
1: Eastern Alabama.
3: No, they got – no. We're just going to go UTEP.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Brevity. They're right? actually in Eastern Alabama <laughs> instead of West Georgia. So, okay, got it.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We claim them not Auburn. So yeah. <laughs> nice. So uh yeah, I'm picking Jasper State. You gotta stick uh with the home team and uh you know they're they're gonna they're gonna struggle a little bit, but I mean this is a toss up. It you know, and I don't know much about UTEP. I know they've had some good years and had some bad years, but you know, I feel like Jasper State making their debut, they're gonna be up and ready to show that hey, we belong in FES. So I feel like you know, I feel like they can squeak out a win, maybe, but like a field goal. Okay, Jeb.
4: Uh yeah. With this one, I mean, UTEP's not just—they've never been like great school. They're—they're they're okay, kind of down the middle of the road. I don't know that much about Jacksonville State with this being their their first year up here in FBS. I'm—I'm I'm excited to see it. I want to see how they do, but uh I decided to go with Jacksonville State.
1: Yeah, Since I'm. I'm such, good. Kind of line, I mean. Here's the thing, Jacksonville State. It, it was a sh- was a really strong FCS program, mm-hmm. all right? And, and the history states that strong FCS programs usually do pretty well in their jump to FBS. James Madison uh, is is the latest example. That Coastal Appalachian mm-hmm. State have all been good uh, since they made jump. Since they made their jumps, Georgia Southern has been pretty good since they made their jump. They had a slight rough patch, but they but they're they're relatively pretty good. Uh, Georgia State has been bowling since they uh, since they made the jump. Yeah. So there's been history of these of these strong FCS programs making it a successful first jump. I don't think UTEP is that good, so I think Jacksonville State at home is going to win this game. And there and we also had former Jacksonville State slash former Georgia quarterback Christian Lemay on our show uh, back in the spring. So nice, go Gamecocks. <laughs>
0: To me, UTEP is known for two things. Whenever I think of UTEP, I think of two things. And First of all, it's Tim Hardaway and the UTEP two-step. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that from the killer crossover? Yeah. Nice. And um, also Mike Price coached there. And yeah. c- coming to Alabama, that, that could be extremely um, relevant. Um, I do think Jacksonville State in their first game in FBS is going to be able to pull it out. I think Rich Rod, who is the coach at Jacksonville State, Mm-hmm. He has oh. his particular type yep. athletes that oh. like to run the football that cause a little bit of trouble <laughs> running the ball. So I think I think they'll be able to actually make make enough plays and take this pick them and turn it around on them.
2: Yep.
4: All
1: right. Well, there you go. We got we got a minor and and uh, and three gamecocks. By, by the gamecocks.
2: way, real quick, did y'all say what Joey said in the chat? We're gonna be the pickle pickers.
0: Pickle yeah. pickers. That, was like, that
1: reminded me when I was like
2: 13. <laughs>
1: uh, it, sounds, it sounds dirty. All right. So uh, well, we might have our next to game. Oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> our,
1: our next game, UMass at New Mexico State. New Mexico State is six and a half point favorites at home. That game is on ESPN. Becky.
3: Instant classic, right? The mass holes versus the cacti, <laughs> I'm assuming they are.
1: They're the Aggies. Yeah.
3: Oh, obviously. Of course. Um, I'm going mass holes. Brad.
4: The
1: the mass holes versus the Walter White.
2: I am going with New Mexico State. Um, I am doing a friend I have still got the old NCA 13 game. I've been playing it a lot. Sort of dynasty, but in that dynasty, Utah or not Utah, but UMass. Has only won like ten games, and I'm like ten or six years into my my dynasty. So they're not a good team. I don't think they've improved much. So, so New Mexico State, game. yeah. So New Mexico State all day.
4: Yep. Yeah. No, I'm agree with that. UMass <laughs> has just been terrible recently. So I think they might have won what one game last year. <laughs> right. I, I I can't really pick them anything anyway. now. New Mexico State started off horribly. They kind of finished mm-hmm. stronger. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna hope they ride that finish into a new season. And I'm gonna take them in those points. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, this is gonna be a good game between two pretty bad teams. I don't know how bad or how good New Mexico State's gonna be. I know how bad UMass went to a bowl is bowl last year. No, they I know how but now I know how bad strong, UMass but... is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know how bad UMass is. So for that reason <laughs> and that reason alone, giving the Aggies minus six and a half.
0: Yeah, it's crazy to think of the fact that the Aggies are a six-point favorite over Air honestly (laughs) Um, but they're 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 that against UMass so I'm going with New Mexico State Jerry kill the um the coach uh he's doing good things in New Mexico and by the way fun fact UTEP and New Mexico State are like 60 miles from each other playing in week zero against different teams (laughs) Nice, of course nice
1: yeah UTEP's traveling though it'd be it'd be be a hell of a thing if they were hosting both of them. So, speaking of hosting uh, in that part of the country, San Diego State, two and a half point favorites at home as they host the Bobcats of Ohio. Wow. That game I've will be played honestly on FS1.
3: Got nothing for this. Ohio is just about as milk toast as you can possibly get. So uh, I'm going to go with San Diego State.
1: The Aztecs. All right, Jake.
2: Becky I agree with you uh, Asset's a really really good strong football team uh, so I I just don't don't see how they lose this game uh, against Ohio so'm I'm, I'm picking San Diego State Jeb? Yep.
4: yeah I I just and I don't know that much about either team I just go with San Diego San Diego State as being a better team because it's in a better conference and they do pretty well in that conference Ohio's not bad but I couldn't really tell you enough about it to tell you I really think a win with it being this close of a line I'm just going to go with uh San Diego State to to win that outright.
1: Guys, Ohio is one of the favorites to win the MAC conference. So, um
0: Valedictorian a Summer School.
1: Yeah, well, I mean <laughs> San we're Diego best being State. Impressed with that. Well, they're <laughs> bo- they're the both Mac. G <laughs> they're both G5, so I mean and we're we're, they did well last our, year, we're not so. impressed by anything. So, yeah, yeah. Ohio, Ohio's a strong g5 team uh they are so i'll take them and the plus two and a half to uh to not only cover but they're going to win this thing outright give me the bobcats
0: nice i'm going with san diego state um for whatever reason i don't know i do like snapdragon stadium the new stadium in san diego and that's going to be the home of the new mls team whenever it gets done as well it, it's pretty nice. It's not quite Jack Murphy Stadium and the Marshall Falk age of San Diego State. But, Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. Um, they, they play pretty well. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Aztecs in that game.
1: The fighting Rashad Pennies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our next game, a game that I'm probably going to be attending. I'm going to be sitting amongst uh-huh. the rubble. Uh, Hawaii comes yeah. to town. Comes to Nashville to play Vandy. Vandy is 17 and a half point favorites. How they're Uh, that big of favorites over anybody is beyond me. Poor Hawaii. However, (laughs) exactly. However, Becky, who do you have?
3: I honestly can't believe there's a scenario where I'm going to say this, but the Commodores, they're going to just smash the ukuleles and make them sorry. (laughs) Probably about 24 points.
1: (laughs) Becky, it's I, I knew it was gonna be hard to top the the pumpkin spice brigade, but that's good. That was, that was pretty good. Wait, are
3: you are you saying that they're not the ukuleles?
1: They are the ukuleles. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, they not, are just, now. I'm not disa-
0: I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying you came out
1: so strong with the pumpkin spice brigade that, that you you set the bar high for yourself.
0: They do look like a group of people that would be in line for the nearest next pumpkin's pumpkin spice thing.
2: Yeah. I mean, After Becky nailed that. <laughs> mm-hmm. She
0: did. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with that either. I'm yeah. not That's saying true. she did nail it. I'm saying she came out hot.
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. She started strong, Jake. Yeah.
2: I am picking. If you saw our picks, anchor down, Jeb. Mm.
1: <laughs> Jeb, we know who you're picking.
2: Uh,
4: yeah. Well, Vandy. I look in the SEC. They're not going to do well be outside the SEC. Uh, come homer. on, Hawaii's terrible. Uh, just, I think they probably beat, would like... beat
0: Tennessee by 10 points. Yeah, shut up. 14. <laughs> <Homer>.
4: <laughs> they may only score 10 homer. points,
0: but
2: they nah. still win 10 to nothing.
4: Yeah, no, Tennessee's not, not going to score less than 25 in any game this season. I'm going to tell you that right now.
0: Oh, wait. Wait, wait, you... wait, 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 wait. Outside of Georgia, is, is what... Anthony Richardson Jr. the quarterback? Yeah. What the...
4: Joe Milton has been amazing this, this offseason. Hey, did he you hear just... he
1: can throw a tennis ball 90 yards?
0: Hey, yeah. I... w- was there a receiver on the roof? Okay. Yeah. Right. he has not thrown yeah. an
4: interception the entire camp. Not one How bad is your
2: defense then? Yeah, seriously. Are they only doing routes on, on the air? wrong part? Stop focusing
4: <laughs> on that part. <laughs> Are they
0: only doing routes on air? <laughs>
4: yeah. I didn't say anybody caught the ball. I'm just saying it was nobody no, could get to it at all. So. Joe Milton yeah.
0: does not like throwing passes in Neyland right.
2: Stadium. Right. This uh, is a proven fact.
1: Uh, <laughs> he's the only one who didn't want to throw anything that night. Yeah. Uh, shut, okay. shut up. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking Vandy. I mean, it's just twice is. pitiful. They're, they're just pitiful. I mean, I and and I'm a big AJ AJ Swan fan. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. I think Vandy's going to do some good things, uh and that's going to start this week against Hawaii.
0: I think Will Shepard's going to play in the league. They do need to find a running back. I do think that um Vandy is going to have no problem um beating Hawaii um by more than 17 and a half points. This could be like a 55 to 10 type game. Although Last Vandy um, nice year they need something. to be careful not to wander into um, the construction zones whenever you score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah right. don't trip up. O- look, it's don't don't get there. to me. if you get to me over in the rubble, you're uh you've gone too far. So, Corey, you're right. going
2: to be one of the forty fans there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we'll be able to pick you out on yeah.
1: TV. Me and Matt yeah. Perkins will be fan number thirty-nine and forty.
0: There you go. The question so, is, will will Vanderbilt sell out a game this year? Yes. <laughs> yes, because that's not going to take much. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's twenty eight thousand people.
2: Uh, get and there's no that. Tennessee.
0: There's no Ole Miss. Yeah, there is Georgia. I don't think it's Georgia in Nashville.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sell that out.
0: There is Georgia. They will sell that out. That's not yeah. what a couple hours. They absolutely will. Might not be enough uh, very many Vandy fans there, but yeah.
1: Well, we didn't say who they were. Who the people were going to root for? I thought, for. I that, I thought they were
0: going to sell out homecoming because that's just a grudge match. This is a chance for Vandy <laughs> to have the all time series against the Auburn Tigers in yes. their favor. Yes. Steve,
1: you're, you're really working on Auburn fans hating you. You're doing a good job, too. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's just, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. It is.
1: Our next game, San Jose State. The fighting Spartans. They're the Spartans, right? Yes. So. Mm-hmm. All right. San, San Jose State travels down the road to L.A. to take on USC. The real USC. Nobody's US going to see it. Fight on. Um <laughs> USC <laughs> 30 and a half point favorites.
3: That back is a here. stupid spread. <sighs> 30 and a half points. Uh, Trojans are gonna be like angry skipping back into the locker room. They're not winning this one.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> You're picturing
4: That's it, like, aren't you? We yeah. spartans.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Oh yes.
4: Yeah. Okay,
2: sorry. Right. Sorry.
4: I
1: love it.
2: Uh I think. Uh, Kelly Williams probably scored 30, 30 points in the first quarter against San Jose State. I mean, he is uh, probably, yeah, I mean, he's future. Heisman. He's probably a hopeful. He's probably going to win the Houseman this year if they have a again, good season. They, they yeah, need to so. score 59
0: points though, because that defense at USC is charming, extra soft. They brought it that is.
2: with them from Oklahoma. Yeah, it <laughs> is. And San Jose State, uh, it's not really saying much, but I mean, they had a chance to beat Auburn last year, which they're again, sporty. they didn't say much. So they're, they're sporty. Yeah, so, but I just USC is too talented offensively, and San Jose State's defense is not that great. So I think Heather Williams just trashes them all all game.
1: All right, yeah, I uh Jeb, I'm on something. No, more.
4: no, I'm I'm going with USC. I don't like the size of the spread, but USC is just gonna be good this year. And I that's my other problem. Too. I really like San Jose State too as a team. I think they're gonna be solid. So that makes me like, that's the reason I hesitate. But, but USC, I, I just think their offense is going to put up some big numbers against teams like San Jose State. So I'm going to go with them.
1: Yeah. I feel like USC has this weird chip on their shoulder where they're like, we're going to the Big Ten. We got to show out. And yeah. Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman. We got to show out. And I think that's why they're going to just run it up on poor San Jose State. <laughs> um, so I, I, this is a stupid spread. If it was any other team, I probably wouldn't pick it. But uh, yeah. <laughs> this is, I'm, I'm taking the Trojans here.
0: Yeah, this game is a um, tree falling in the woods type situation because it's on the Pac-12 network, and who knows how to see that. So did it? Is this game actually going to happen, or are they just going to make up some score at the end of it? Right. Uh, I mean, nobody's going to know what happens. Either way, though, I think USC is probably going to score enough to cover that 30-point line. 30 and a half.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, our next game, FIU. Panthers at Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech at home is eleven point favorites. That game is on CBS Sports Network. Becky.
3: Okay, so what I'm hearing from this is like the what fancy frat boys versus the crawl daddies. I'm guessing.
4: <laughs> fancy and
3: my money is always going to be on the crawl daddies out in the mud handling business. Fan-
1: fancy frat boys. I don't know if there's fancy frat boys at uh at FIU. I think they're like. They're in Miami, maybe. Yeah. Because you know the further south you go all in Florida. pastels, yeah. Little
3: khaki that's... short shorts, they're fancy frat boys, and the crawl Daddy's gonna whoop them. <laughs>
2: the crawl, daddies. <laughs> the crawl daddies, all right, Jake. Uh so I actually did a little bit of research on this game. I don't know why, it just caught my eye. So uh one Hell fun yeah. couple of fun facts I found about this game, uh FIU won in overtime last year against La Tech. I know it's at home, but they did win in overtime. And this year, La Tech's uh, their their number one uh, running back is out for this game. So he averaged 155, or he had 155 yards and two touchdowns in that game last year against FIU. So without a rushing attack, you know, it's going to going to be hard to, you know, to to get. A lot of touchdowns, I feel like, in this game. Uh F, It kind of favors FIU. And they already have the win over them last year in overtime. So, And that was, I think it was like a like a seven-point, maybe have been a three-point game. But So, I mean, these games are really, really close. So 11 points is, is a big spread in this game.
4: Jeb? And actually, I kind of felt the same way. I felt like, because neither of these teams are very good, but I felt like they were kind of evenly matched. So I just, I think I was picking on the spread and just went with FIU to cover the spread.
1: Yeah, I think when you look at Mike McIntyre, he's in his second year. Um, he's been a really good coach. He he did he did pretty good at, at uh, Colorado. I think some of I think his overall record um, doesn't really reflect um, how good of a coach he is because he's been in some really rough situations. Um, FIU was <laughs> probably one of the roughest situations he took over for. Um, Louisiana Tech's not that good either. Uh, so the crawdaddies and the Panthers aren't good. So. Uh, my rule of thumb is if both teams are bad and you got a double digit line, take the dog. So I'm taking the dog here, FIU. I think, I think Louisiana tech wins it, but they don't cover. So give me the points.
0: I like, I like um, Sonny Cumbie. I like what Louisiana tech is building. That program is kind of growing. So we'll be able to see maybe if they have a, Quarterback that can run their system. Trey Harris was there. He transferred to Ole Miss. How did they replace him? I do think that they will be able to win because FIU is the poorest FBS school in the country. Uh, Really? Yeah, you would not think that. It it feels like it would be a hoity-toity type school, but it is the poorest FBS school in the country.
2: I I remember uh, watching the video. It's been several years ago, but I remember seeing – I think uh, La Tech was playing Mississippi State, and La Tech like had like an eighty yard fumble that pushed them all the way back. And it's like they were they gone.
1: were they were third and goal from the from <laughs> yeah. the minus seven.
2: Yeah, so, I've seen yeah, that. Like, yeah. Bro, oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: yeah, the minus seven. That was hilarious. <laughs> <It's> impressive. <laughs> they just kept kicking it down the field. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And Steve, you, you you it's really surprising that old Miss got a, a transfer quarterback. I would have never guessed that. So, what? what? Our <laughs> last game? Hmm. Yeah, sarcasm. Uh, our last game: Kent State traveling to Steve, your, you and Becky and Jeb's neck of the woods, Orlando, uh, to take on UCF. UCF is thirty-five point favorites. Thirty-five Becky.
3: points. That's silly. It's my understanding, too, that Kent State doesn't even have a mascot, which I think is kind of sad, and it bums me out. So they're the Golden I think, Flashes. Sure, Corey. That sounds <laughs> super reasonable. Um, so I'm going to throw my support behind Kent State. They're going to the, surprise UCF, the and they're going to lose flashes. by less than 14.
1: Okay.
0: The Golden Flashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do not call them Central Florida. Don't do it.
3: Are we allowed to call Central Florida by a nickname anymore, or do we have to just say the University of Central Florida?
1: I think you have to yeah. refer to them as national champion, 2017 national champion, Central Florida, Golden mm. University of Central Florida Golden Knights.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sure. Basically, the world of Game of Thrones is more real than that national championship. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, Jake, how do you see this game?
2: Uh, I think UCF is, is going to win big. Uh, Nick Saban is not coaching Kent State anymore. So that's that's a big negative was on he, them. Was he, was he ever yeah.
1: coaching Kent State?
2: Yeah, he was at Kent State. He might have played there, but anyway, he played
1: there. He didn't ever coach, yeah,
2: there. coach Mitch, Toledo. Yeah, Nick Saban's oh, not man. coming through that door. So <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, and and then they had that coach, uh, old Malzahn, who the Gus Bus apparently the wheels are, are on down here at Central Florida or UCF. Uh, my bad. So yeah, you, not yeah, do not yeah, do, that. Yeah. do that. You yeah. just yeah. you they, just they, lost they, t- ten yeah, listeners. Yeah. They will
0: fight you <laughs> over that. So, By the way, John Rice plumley okay. plays for Central Florida. Oh, right. I did it again. Yes. Um, he plays the piano. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: So UCF all day. UCF, yeah. okay. Yeah. Jip? Yeah, no,
4: I agree. This is another one where I, I just don't like the spread, but Kent State is not good. So, uh, And they tend to give up a lot of points, and I think UCF can score a lot of points. So I'm going to take them to cover that. Not happy about it, but I'm doing it.
1: If it weren't for Akron, I think Kent State would be one of the worst teams in all of FBS.
4: Yeah,
1: coming up this year,
0: their coach to Colorado.
1: Yeah, their head coach went to go be an offensive coordinator for Coach Prime. Mm -hmm. They everybody hit the portal. They return, I think, two starters on offense and maybe one or two starters on defense. Okay, Mm
0: -hmm. because they scored like twenty five points or something against Georgia, didn't they? Yeah, they gave Georgia hell. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they were good last year. Mm-hmm. a lot of that was the head coach
1: he's yeah. gone and everybody that plays. what for is him, it sean, sean francis or something like that yeah, uh sean, like that. Lewis. Sean, sean lewis sean lewis sean lewis um yeah so he's gone kent state is going to be atrocious so i'm taking
0: ucf easy and i'm going to take ucf as well because john rice plumley plays the piano
1: I <laughs> think you, you did call them Central Florida, so
0: that wraps up the Central our- Florida Golden Knights.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Golden Flashes.
1: The Golden Knights Oh the golden my goodness!
0: They they actually just are the Knights now. You can't uh-huh. say that either. Uh-huh. It's got to be the UCF Knights and not the Central Florida Golden Knights because if you say that, they'll get upset. Oh, good. Uh,
1: los- loser has to loser has to drop the golden from their mascot. So. Um, but that is our pick segment presented by Stuart's Cajun Dill Pickles. Yes. Uh, we, we thank you. We thank you, with Justin. The pickle picks. The pickle picks. So that's our first pick segment. Michael specs. I hope you can hang with – I hope we can all hang with Becky on our picks. But um, if you missed it, uh, she had the pumpkin spice brigade going down. Mm-hmm. Um, she. <laughs> what, else, what, else, what was the other one? Uh, the, of the angry skippies. Yeah.
2: The angry the, um, the, uh, yeah. No. She had nothing. The ukuleles. The, the ukuleles. The mat the mass holes, the mass, the mass, mass holes,
4: mass all- mm-hmm. yeah. the Hawaii ukuleles.
2: Dude, when,
0: Becky, for whatever reason, um, there was a guy I worked with named Tom McAuliffe. And that's when I learned that phrase and what it meant. And every time I hear that, I think of hey, him now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm with you, Steve. <laughs> I'm with yeah. you on that. <laughs> Because he had a little bit of that in him when he, especially when he drove. But yeah, um, yeah, so Becky coming out of the gates, coming out of the gates hot. I love it. Mm. I love it. So that's going to do it for us here at SEC After Dark. We hope you enjoy your week zero action. We hope if you played along with your picks, we hope you do well. We hope you go to betonline.ag or wherever you place your bets, Uh, make it betonline.ag. We hope you place your bets, you enjoy a nice Cajun dill pickle. And you put on your dead soxy socks. I think I covered it all.
0: So yeah, we got we got all the sponsors, all the sponsors, all it. of them.
1: So for Stephen Willis, Jeb Beecham, Jake Thomas, I am Corey Burton, representing. Also, shout out to the voice of God, Becky Willis, and are also our associate producer, Casty Thomas. Congrats mm-hmm. to the Thomas family on Thank having you. on baby your, girl Thomas like, coming in, coming soon, baby girl Thomas. Thank you. I won't reveal the name to the to the to the people yet, but mm-hmm. unless um, I'll let you do that. But uh, baby girl Thomas coming soon, mm-hmm. coming soon to an Alabama town near you. Mm-hmm. But we are SEC After Dark, presented by Dead soxy EG and Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. So until next week, we will see you back here, better than ever, ready for Week One action. And you know the drill. Go dogs.
2: Go balls. Toddie.